how you doing there? Welcome back to Babylon Talmud. Today we're studying Daf Yud Gimel Daf Thirteen of Masech the Gittin. Friends, 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 friends. Um, okay. Today we got a bunch to do. Um, yeah, I, more, more like Gittin stuff. Um, yeah, I mean it's like kind of interesting if you're interested in it, and um. <laughs> And we're going to go on to Daf Yudal. We're going to go kind of about two-thirds into Yudal Ramadal is my plan. Because then tomorrow we're going to try and finish the first parrots. I don't know. I feel like these Dafs have been like stopping in funny places. But whatever. We're going to push forward, I think. So, friends, um, we're going to start on Daf Yudgimel Amud Aleph at the Mishnah Omri Tnu get Zele Ishti Star Shikhur Zela Avdi Vames Lo Yitnu Lachar Misa Tnu Mona Leish Ploni Vames Yitnu Leachar Misa. And this Be'etzim is going to be a discussion of our daf today. So again, Haomer Tnu get Zele Ishti. If a fellow says, give this uh, divorce document to my wife, Star Shikhur Zela Avdi, or this. Um, Freedom document to my Evid, Vames. And then the fellow, uh, well, Lo Yitnu Laachar Misa. So the, they don't give the get or the get, the get Isha or the get Shikhur after the fellow uh, goes to Wellwood. Fine. Tnumone Leish Ploni Vames Yitnu Laachar Misa. But if the fellow had instructed to give money to a certain person, so then you do give the money um, after after he is dead. Okay. Now, it says the Gemara, Omer Rav Yitzchak Barshmul Bar Marta Mishmei Derav. So it says Rav Yitzchak Barshmul Bar Marta in the name of Rav Vehu Shetzvurin Umunachin Bekerin Zovis. Okay. It says Rav Yitzchak Barshmul Bar Marta in the name of Rav that when we say when the Mishnah says at the end of the Mishnah, that if a fellow instructs, uh, give money to so-and-so, and then the fellow dies, so we do give the money to so-and-so. So, right, so so even after the instructor is uh, dead, we still go ahead with his wishes and give the money to so-and-so. So, says Rav, that is if the money is in a pile in a corner. Meaning it's it's in a specific place. It's like for example, um, you, you know, if, if for example, if you loan somebody money and then that money is, um, you know, being spent someplace and it's not actually there or forget about loaning money, right? If you have money in a bank account or something, we're not talking about that. We're talking about where there's specific money in a corner and that money is being Given. Okay, fine. But my Eskina, now what exactly is the context in which Rav is saying that this money would have to be lying in the corner someplace and not in like a bank account or some other place? If we're talking about a healthy person, not somebody on their deathbed, not somebody that we're assuming is going to die anytime soon, a healthy fellow. So, if we're talking about a healthy fellow, in my have, then who cares if the money is in a pile in the corner? Holo Mosha. As long as the person 
who is meant to receive the money has not taken it, it's not his, right? So if a healthy person says that, you know, that, that, that this money in the corner over there should be given to Shmerel, and then this healthy fellow dies, if Shmerel didn't take the money while the fellow was alive, so it's not his. Why, you know, it, it, it shouldn't go to Shmerel. Okay, so maybe it's not talking about a healthy person. Maybe it's talking about a fellow who's who, who's who's severely ill. So my nami. But if we're talking about somebody on their deathbed, somebody who's severely ill, a shchivmira, well then it it shouldn't matter whether the money is in a pile in the corner or not. Because after all, we hold that the word, the 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 instructions of a shchivmira of a fellow on his deathbed, the instructions of a of a shchivmira, it's as if they're written and handed over, right? It's, it's a done deal, and it should not matter regardless of if the money is in a pile in a corner or if the money is some other place in a bank account or something. It shouldn't matter. So the Gemara says, what exactly is this context where Rab says that the money would have to be in, in a pile in the corner? If it's a bari, well then even if it's in a pile in the corner, it doesn't matter. As long as the recipient hasn't taken it yet, it's not the recipient's. And therefore, when the, when the bari dies, uh, the recipient, right, the, the heirs don't need to give it to the recipient. And if we're talking about a shrivmira, well, then, even if it's not in a pile in the corner, it's some other place. Still, whatever Shrivmira says is a done deal, and the recipient should get it regardless of if it's in a pile in the corner or not. So, we have two answers. Omer of Zvid, Olim Bibari. So, Zvid's answer is that we're talking about a healthy person. Okay, well, if that's the case, then why does the recipient receive it? If we're talking about a... Uh, healthy person after all the recipient didn't take it by the way i'm recording babylon talmud today in the morning what time is it 6 30 in the morning so i'm a little bit groggy my brain is still like not entirely turned on although i have already had two cups of coffee but uh, it's a very busy day today so i have to record early in the morning so sorry if my uh, brain is a little fuzzy a little bit of a fuzzy daft today okay so it says with Zvid that it's talking about a bari. Okay, so if we're talking about a bari, so then I don't care that the money's in a pile in the corner. If the recipient didn't take it while the bari was alive, so then so then it's not his. Oh. So this is talking about a situation where, this is talking about a situation where, this is talking about a situation where you have this uh, guy. Let's use Reuven, Shimon, and Levi, okay? So you have Shimon says to Reuven, he says, hey Reuven, I've got some money in your house, right? I left some money in your house. Give it to Levi. Right? Shimon says to Ruvain, Shimon, I've got some money at your house. Give it to Levi. 
And all three parties are there. Reuven, Shimon, Levi, they're all there. Right? So again, Monali biyodcha, if Shimon says to Reuven, I have money at your house, Taneulo lefloni, give it to Levi, bimaymed shloshton, and all three of them are there, kono, it's a kinyan. And says with Zvid, that's, that, that's punct what the Mishnah is talking about. It's talking about a matziv, it's talking about a situation where a bari, a healthy person, Shimon's a healthy person, he says to Ruvain, Ruvain, this money that I have in your house, give it to Levi. And then Ruvain dies. That money still needs to go to Levi. And Davka, if it's Tzvurin, uh, uh, um, what was it? Tzvurin Umunachin Bekerin Zavis. But as we're going to see later, this would, Rav Zvid assumes that this only applies to a deposit, not to a loan, right? So we're saying only if it's in a pile in the corner, right? Meaning, as, a, as opposed to a loan, right? Right? We, we, we have, there's a concept of milvelo tsa nitna, right? That if I lend you money, I don't, I lend you money so you could spend it, right? If I lend you $1,000 and I say, pay me back in a year. So, you know, if I come back to you in half a year, I don't expect that the money's still going to be that you're still going to have it. I assume that you spent it. And at a certain point, you'll get the money back and, you, and, you, and you'll pay me back. But I don't assume that the same money that I gave you is the money that you're going to give me back. Right? I give you money. You spend it. You get back. You know, you work. You get a thousand. You earn a thousand dollars. And you'll pay me back that other thousand dollars that you earn. As opposed to a, a picadon to guard. If I say, look, here's a thousand dollars. I got to run out someplace. I don't want to go out with a thousand dollars. I'm just going to leave it in your house. I'll come back another time to pick it up. So... In that case, that, that's a picadon. That's right. He's guarding it and, and the person can't spend that. And, and the assumption is I will come back and collect the money that I left there. So, so if Zvid assumes that, that by a picadon, by, by, by uh, something that, right, a deposit as opposed to a loan, by a deposit. Um, so this concept of Shimon saying to Ruven, give it to Levi is specifically by a Deposit, and that's why we're saying it needs to be svurin munachim bekerin zavis. That specifically, if it's in a pile in the corner, and that's how Rav Zvid understands our Mishnah, that Shimon, who's healthy, is saying to Ruvain, "Hey, Ruvain, that money that I have in a pile in the corner in your house, give it to um, Levi, and all three parties are there. Therefore, it's a Kenyan, and even if uh, Shimon dies, the money still goes to Levi." Of Pape Omar says of Pape, the Olam Bishriv Mira. Of Pape says, no, we're not talking about a healthy person. We're talking about a severely sick person. Shriv Mira. Well, if it's talking about a Shriv Mira, so then shouldn't um, the money, you know, go to the recipient regardless of if it's in a pile in the corner or not? Well, not so fast. It's like another statement of Rav, which is Shriv Mira She Omar. That if a shchivmira says, "Give a mana, give money to so and so from my property," only if the shchivmira says this specific money, right? This hundred dollars that I have in this particular account, give to so and so. But not if he says just stam money. Right, so because we're concerned that well, if he doesn't say specifically which money to give, then maybe he's referring to some money that's buried someplace that you don't know about it. Maybe he's referring to that money, 
right? So we don't know which money you should be giving him. But if he says, he tells you specifically which money to give, so then you give that particular money. And therefore, that's why the Mishnah is saying that specifically if it's office, if it's in a pile in the corner, i.e. this particular, right? If the Shechivmira is saying this particular money, I want you to give to the recipient, so then they give the money. But if it wasn't if it wasn't specific uh, money, so then it wouldn't go to the, it wouldn't have to be given to the recipient. But the halacha is that we're not concerned that if, that unless he tells you exactly which money, um, you know, we're not concerned that maybe he's referring to some money that's buried someplace that you don't know about. Um, uh, we don't, we don't assume that. And therefore, even if he doesn't uh, specify which money exactly, um, uh, still the command, right, the, the instructions would be executed and you would give the money. Okay, so that's the machlokas between Rav Zvid and Rav Pape. That Rav Zvid says that our Mishnah is talking about a bari and it's talking about Maimon Shloshton, right, that it's talking about where uh, Shimon says to Ruvain, give this deposit to Levi. And Rav Pape says it's talking about a Shchivmira and he's specifically uh, piled up in the corner um, because he, have to, he holds... That, that, that a Shibma has to specify particularly, specifically which money he's talking about. How come Rav Papa, who says that the Mishnah is talking about a Shibma, how come he doesn't hold like Rav Zvid, who says that it's talking about a Bari? Because Rav Papa holds that according to Rav, this concept of Shimon saying to Ruvain, give the deposit to Levi, Rav Papa holds that that's not just by a deposit, it's even by a loan. It's even by a loan. It's even by a loan. And a loan is not, uh, when I loan you money, you're not just keeping it in the corner and you're not going to say so you can give it back to me later, you're going to spend it. And therefore the, the description of um, a, in a pile in the corner would not apply to a loan. And Therefore, since Rav's uh, 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 statement of the Maimon Shloshton of Shimon saying to Ruven, give, you know, give uh, this money to Levi, could even be by a loan, so then it wouldn't make sense to explain our Mishnah to be talking about Shimon, Levi, and Ruven if our Mishnah is saying that it's specifically a deposit, specifically if it's in a pile in the corner, um, so that, that wouldn't make sense because Rav would say it can even apply to a loan. That's how Rav Papa understands Rav. Rav Zvid, my time in Omar, Kirav Papa. And how come Rav Zvid, who says that it's talking about a Shriv Mirah, how come he doesn't hold like Rav Papa, who says that it's... Wait, what? Rav Zvid, what? Rav Zvid, my time in Omar, What? Rav Zvid, who says that it's talking about a Bari, how come he doesn't hold like Rav Papa, who says that it's talking about a Shriv Mirah? So it was vid my time lo Omar Kirav Pape lo misukma masnisen b'shivmira because our Mishnah isn't talking about a shivmira. Rav Zvid says says I don't hold like Rav Pape because our Mishnah simply is not talking about a shivmira. Mimai, how do we know that our Mishnah is not talking about a shivmira? Midiktani, or from the fact that it says in our Mishnah, haomet nu get ze leishti ushtarshichu ze leavdi vameis lo yitnu laachar misa. Our Mishnah says that if a fellow says, Tnu, get zele ishti, give this get to my wife. Ushtar shikhru zele avdi, or give this shtar shikhru to my evid. Vameis. 
and he dies. Lo yitnu misa. They don't give these documents after he's dead. Taima demes. The reason why we don't give these documents is because the fellow died. Hamichayim nosnin. But if he was still alive, then you would give the document. Taima do amartnu. The reason why you give it is because uh, the reason why you would give it is because he says um, specifically the lotion of tnu hello amar tnu but if he wouldn't have said tnu if he would have said for example kisvu right if he wouldn't have said give it but he would have said write it ain nosnin uh, you would not give it right so so um, Rav Zvid is saying that our Mishnah can't be talking about a shrivmira because if you are medayik in our Mishnah the Mishnah seems to be implying that if he were, right, because he dies, so you don't give it. But if he were alive, then you would give the document. And specifically because he says tenu, but if he would say kisvu, write it, but not give it, then we would not give the, the get to his wife. But, but the is, says Uzvid, that by a shrivmira, even if he doesn't say tenu, even if he doesn't say give, if he only write, if he only says write the get, Still, you would write it and give it. But our Mishnah seems to be implying that only because he says, give it. But if he would say, write it, we wouldn't write it and give it. And therefore, Zvid says that our Mishnah cannot be talking about a Shrivmira because by a Shrivmira, even if all he said was, write it, you would still write it and give it. It's not, as we learn in a Mishnah. Initially, they would say, if somebody was being taken out to be executed, the Omer and he says, Kisvu get ishti, write a get to my wife. Harielu yichtavu viyitnu. They not only write it, but also give it, because we assume that that was his intention, not just to write it, but also to give it, but because, as you can imagine, he was, he was a little bit, um, not thinking so clearly. He had other things on his mind, or he was unsettled, so he didn't say give it, but really his intention was to give it. Chazuv lomar, and then they said, even somebody who goes out on a long boat journey or on a uh, or on a long wagon journey someplace, a caravan, Reb Shimon Shazuri Omer Afa Masukun, and Reb Shimon Shazuri says even a shchivmira that if a shchivmira says kisvu, it means kisvu usnu. And our Mishnah says that only because he says tnu. But if you would say kisvu, then you would not give the get. Um, so therefore, we see that Shimon Shazuri's opinion is that. Um, by Shriv Mirah, who says Kisvu, it means Kisvu Usnu, so that must not, so our Mishnah must not be talking about a Shriv Mirah. Maskifla Ravashi, Ravashi asks the Kasha and Rav Zvid, he says, Uman Neimulan Demastis and Rav Shimon Shazuri, Dimurabonani. But Ravashi asks the Kasha and Rav Zvid, he says, Yeah, but who says that our Mishnah is the opinion of Rav Shimon Shazuri? Maybe our Mishnah is the opinion of the Chachamim, who say that by a Shriv Mirah, he would have to say Tnu. Kisvu would not work. So, uh, Rav Zvid wants to say that our Mishnah can't be talking about a Shrivmira. But Rav Ashi says maybe our Mishnah is talking about a Shrivmira. And um, it's the opinion of the rabbis who say that, that by a Shrivmira would have to say Tnu, Kisvu would not work. Gufa, we had said earlier, Amr Fun Amrav, Mone li biyadcha tenelo lefloni bemaimud shloshton kono. Okay, we had, we had, Discussed this case earlier that if Shimon says 
to Ruvain, hey Ruvain, I've got some money by you, can you give it to Levi? And all three parties are there, then it's a Kenyan, and uh, Ruvain has to give it to Levi. So Ravi says, look, I understand this when it comes to a deposit, that if, uh, you know, like we said, right, that if Shimon says to Ruvain, hey Ruvain, I left some money at your house, I assume it's still there in the corner somewhere. I want you to give it to Levi. But if it's a loan, if Shimon lent money to Ruvain, and that money isn't in a corner in his house someplace, but he had spent it, and, you know, eventually he'll pay it, you know, he'll work and earn enough money to pay it back. But it's not like sitting in a corner in some place right now. So then, that Rav is not talking about that. He's not talking about a loan. Ve'elokim. So now the Gemara says, Rav says, even by a loan, if Shimon says to Ruvain, Ruvain, I lent you a thousand dollars, I want you to pay it back to Levi. It manami, as I had stated, if Shimon says to Ruvain, Ruvain, I lent you, right, I lent you a thousand dollars. I want you to pay back to Levi. And all three parties are there. Reuven, Shimon, and Levi. Kona. So Levi is Konet. And Reuven pays the loan back to Levi. How come? It's Ki'ilu Reuven said to Shimon at the time that he, Reuven, received the thousand dollars from Shimon, from Shimon, the loan. Shibadno lei Ruvain, when receiving the thousand dollars from Shimon, he says, thank you very much. And I'm being mishabed myself. Um, um, I'm being mishabed myself to you. And anybody who might come via you, right? At the time that Ruvain accepts the money from Shimon, he says, look, and I'm, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm being mishabed myself. Uh, to you, I'm making myself, uh, um, um, I don't know, Meshubad, uh, um, 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 I don't know, Meshubad, um, uh, I don't know, like I have to do what you tell me, and, and that's not the right way to say it, but um, I don't know, like subservient, but I don't think that that's really the right word. Again, my brain's a little fuzzy still. But I'm being mishabed myself to you and anybody who comes via you, i.e., if it ends up being Levi, okay, so I'll pay back Levi. But Rav Ashi says, if it's, if, if it's like you're saying that it's at the time that Reuven receives the money, he's saying that I'm being mishabed myself to you and anybody who comes via you. Well, it would sound based on that. That if Shimon says, you know what, I want you to give the money to so-and-so who wasn't yet born at the time that I, I gave you the money for the loan. It would sound like that should not work, right? Because if we're saying that at the time that Reuven receives the money, he's being mishabed himself to anybody who might come via Shimon. Well, at the time that we would need that at the time that Reuven receives the money, the person who he's going to be giving it to is alive at the time. Implying that if Shimon would say, I want you to give the money to this person who wasn't alive at the time that I lent you the money, 
then Reuven would not have to give the money to that person because he was mishab, he, would, he, he was mishabit himself to the time that he received the money. At that time, he says, anybody who comes via you, I'll pay them. But if this person wasn't born yet, then he shouldn't, he didn't, he wasn't mishabit himself to that. That even Reb Meir who says that a person can be makne adavish olam, for example, figs that haven't been uh, grown yet, right? So olam, but that that even that that's only to some to a person who's already alive. But a person who is not yet alive, so then you know you can't make a shibud for that. So, 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 so Rav Ashi says to Meymar, you seem to be implying that Shimon would be unable to say to Reuven, I want you to give it to this person who wasn't born yet. Elo, Om Rav Ashi, rather says Rav Ashi, Bai Hanoyo, Dikomishtanyale, Bein Milve, Yishonel Milve, Chadosho, Gomer Mishabed, Nafshi. Rather, Ravashi has a different take on it. It's not that Ruvain is being Meshabed himself at the time that he receives the money, but rather at the time that Shimon says to Ruvain, hey Ruvain, I want you to pay Levi instead of me. Ruvain says, at that time, Ruvain says, okay, that's cool with me. Because now that his, the, the, the creditor changes, the creditor might kind of give him some extra time. Right, right. To realize that it's a new right. If he had to pay back Shimon by a certain time, but now that things changed and there's new, you know, management of the of the of the debt of the loan, so maybe the new management will 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 be willing to kind of give some extra leeway over there. And Ruvain is cool with that because he figures, okay, maybe you know there, there's some extra room uh, with the new sort of uh, third with, with with the Levy who will give me some extra time to pay it back. And Ruvain doesn't. Mind that. So Amalei, who na my brother of Nehemiah the Ravashi, but who na my brother of Nehemiah says to Ravashi, Elamiato, Kigon Hanitve Baril Yoshiv, de Kafte Vishakli la Alter, Hochinami de Lokonu. But if that's the case, what about the people from Bay Baril Yoshiv, that they're not such nice guys? That when they take over a loan, they want it paid yesterday. And therefore, if that's the case, if Shimon says to Levi, to Ruvain, I want you to pay back. The money to to these people from uh, Bebar el Yoshiv, Ruvin says, "Oh no, no, no! Those guys are scary people. I, I, I'm not down with that. So if that's the case, then maybe that would not be a good Kenyan, and the money would not go to these people of Bar el Yoshiv. And if you're going to say, yeah, in Achinami, in that case, the money would not go to those scary people. But if that's the case, then what you're saying becomes subjective. It depends who the third party is. If the third party is these scary people from Bebar el Yoshev, then the money doesn't go to them because uh, Reuven wasn't uh, didn't you know didn't wasn't magnet to them, wasn't on board. But um, if it's some other people who might have some extra, give him some extra leeway, he'd be down. But then you know now, now we don't have sort of objective rules over here. It depends who you are. Rather, says my Zutre, Hanetlos Mile, Shavinu Rabon Kilsablotaimo. Rather, the following three examples are ba- the ra- are Dinim de Rabon and that the rabbis basically make as if they're Halach Lamoshim Sinai. As if they're Halach Lamoshim Sinai. That there's no specific reason for them. Chadaha, one of them is this the fact that uh, Shimon can say to Ruvain, 
pay the money to Levi and it's in front of all three parties and it's a good Kenyan, there isn't necessarily a good reason for it. It's not because at the time of the loan, Ruvain was Meshavid himself and it's not because Ruvain is okay with getting extra time. It's, it's none of those. There's no, there doesn't seem to be a good, a good reason for it. This is the halacha. That, um, that if Shimon says to Ruvain, pay back the, 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 the loan to Levi and all three parties are there, it's a good Kenyan and, and he has to pay it back to Levi, even if Levi is scary. The Idach, the second halacha that um, doesn't necessarily make sense, uh, there's no logical reason for it per se. That if a husband writes all of his property to his wife, it doesn't actually go to her. She just becomes like a custodian. Meaning, if he writes it all to his wife, so then his kids aren't going to inherit any of his property. If all of his property goes to his wife, is his wife's, and he dies, so nothing goes to his kids. It all goes to his wife. And we assume that he doesn't want to disinherit his kids. And therefore, we treat it as though um, um, uh, she's just kind of um, a custodian of it. And then when the kids become of age, they would then be able to inherit. At that point, they would get the property and it wouldn't be hers. Ve'idach, the third thing that doesn't necessarily have logical reasoning is the Amr of Chananya, Hamasi Isha, Livnogado, Babayis, that if a fellow builds a house for his um, uh, eldest son to get married in Kanao, the eldest son acquires the house and it belongs to the eldest son. Amrle Rav the Rav Acha Bardula. Rav says to Rav Acha Bardula, Kovo de Morico Isli Gaboch. Rav says to Rav Acha Bardula in the presence of a third party that I have a cave of saffron by, right at your house. Yahweh the Floni. Give it to this third person. And he says to Ravacha Bardla, and I'm telling you to give it to him in his presence, right? All three of us are here. And because all three of us are here, you know, I'm not going to change my mind. I'm saying it in front of all three of us so that I won't change my mind. Implying that the only reason why he's not going to change his mind is because of the social pressure that I'm saying it to you in front of all three of us, so now I'm not going to change my mind because of the social pressure. Implying, though, that there's no halachic reason why he can't change his mind, but wouldn't that be a situation of, of uh, what we've been discussing? That Shimon says to Ruven, give something to Levi, and all three parties are there, so then it's a proper kinin and they would have to go to Levi? Forget about social pressure. It's halachic reality. So, this is what um, Rav is saying. This stipulation cannot be reverted because it's in front of all three of us. But Rav had already said that earlier on today's daf. I have money by you, Shimon says, I have, to Ruven, I have money by you, give it to Levi, and if all, if, if this is said in front of all three of them, Ruven, Shimon, and Levi, it's a proper Kenyan, well, that I may have thought is specifically a, an expensive gift, such as a mono, expensive, right, a lot of money, but a small uh, gift, right, a small thing, like a cave of saffron, lowly by the of then we would not need it to be in front of all three of them 
So Kamash Malon. So we're saying that this halacha applies um, um, both by uh, big things and by small things. It's interesting because saffron these days, I think they say, is more expensive than gold. But anyway, so we see that the same halacha applies whether it is a lot of uh, whether it's something expensive, whether it's something non-expensive. There were these gardeners, three gardeners, or a few gardeners, and they were, you know, dividing up expenses. And it turned out that one of one of the gardeners had um, sort of had had a few extra uh, coins. So they said to this uh, gardener, Give the extras to the landlord. And the landlord was there. So basically, um, they're saying to the gardener, this extra money of ours that, 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 that you currently have, give it to somebody else. And it was in front and all the parties were there. And not only were all the parties there, they actually made a, an actual Kenyan so that the money would actually have to go to the landlord. They made, they made a Kenyan on it. This gardener with the extra money then went home and he did the math. He did the accounting. And it turns out that it's not true. He doesn't have anything extra. And he shouldn't have to give anything to the landlord. Also, the commentary of Nachman, he comes to Rav Nachman, and Rav Nachman says, look, what can I do for you? What can I do for you? First of all, there's the statement, right? There's the Allah of Rav Hunamarab that when, you know, that, with that it, when all three parties are there, so it makes a Kenyan. And secondly, you actually, in addition to just saying it in front of all of the parties, you made an actual Kenyan to give this, right, to, that, 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 that this money belongs to the, um, the landlord. Amalei Rava, but Rava says to Rav Nachman, one second. This gardener isn't saying that I don't want to pay it. He's saying that I shouldn't have to pay it because it was all based on the fact that I had extra money, but it's not true. They made an accounting error. Amalei, so Rav Nachman responds, if that's the case, then the whole Kenyan was a mistake. A mistaken Kenyan reverts, and therefore you don't have to... Um, you don't have to give the landlord anything. Friends, that was the Afyid Gimel of Masechta uh, Gitin. We learned an interesting uh, daf about, um, you know, if, if, if a fellow says give a get, get Isha, get Shikhor, and then he dies, or if he says give money, and then he dies. So by get Isha and get Shikhor, you wouldn't have to give it. By, by money, you would have to give it. We want to understand, um, is the Mishnah talking about a Bari, Shrivmira? Rav Zvid says that it's talking about a Bari, and it's this concept of, uh, if, if Shimon says, says to Reuven, give money to Levi and all three parties are there, well then Mimele makes a Kenyan. Rav Papa says it's talking about a, um, that, 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 that it's talking about a Shrivmira, but his opinion is that a Shrivmira who says to give money has to specify exactly which money that he, um, gives. And yeah, and, uh, different halachas like that. Friends, that was the Fyud Gimel of, uh, Mesech Degen. I hope you enjoy. Peace out.